You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth chat, discussion, analysis of every Premier League match week and no bit of Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto. Here as ever with me is Robbie Earl and here are the topics for today's episode. Liverpool's record-breaking performance against Crystal Palace. Manchester United into third place in the Premier League after hammering old rivals Leeds United. Tottenham dropped points for the third consecutive match as Leicester go second and contrasting results for Arsenal and Chelsea ahead of their Boxing Day showdown and a little look at some big results at the bottom end of the table as well. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Okay, Robbie, Liverpool, the mm. champions. Um, yes. Cool. I made the uh, embarrassing kind of error of judgment thinking this could be tricky in, in the show. I thought this could be a tricky. Liverpool haven't been good away from home. Palace uh, uh, got some good results uh, recently, and you kind of always think they're strong at home. The data, in fact, doesn't back that up. Um, and I'll yeah. say this before I get your take on it, Rob. I, yeah. Liverpool, it's so funny because at the half time, I'm thinking, wow, like. That's pretty. That's pretty efficient because they wouldn't. They, they didn't mm. really pass the football. They weren't as, as slick and as good as you might expect. And mm. and afterwards, a couple of players were on in doing their interviews, sort of saying that you know it felt a bit funny. We, we were a bit sloppy. I think Jordan Henderson said that. Andy Robertson said yeah. that as well. Afterwards, yeah. they're a little bit sloppy. But when you've got class and quality in those attacking mm. areas, you know it, it can. It, who cares? Who cares what they play like when you can finish mm. off opportunities like that? Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, judge them at your peril, Mr. Musto, in that you, you never know because yeah. it wasn't it, it, and it's one of those days where seven nil, but not perfect. And I'm sure Jurgen Klopp is a kind mm. of manager who will, who will point to that. Listen, we were brilliant. The finishing, it was a day when they all had their, 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 their scoring boots, probably for the first time, Rob, I think for a while. The front three were absolutely firing, you know as a combination of Mane, Salah and Firmino that, that took him to the title of time. Firmino, we'll, we'll talk about separately just in terms of, of what he does. But, do you know, the, the biggest thing about this, there's a couple of things I, I just kind of wanted to broader, Rob, in terms of, yes, we know that there's quality in the finishing. A couple of things just probably are more reflective of other teams who are having maybe a few difficult times at the moment and, you know, the Chelsea's, the Spurs, the, the Arsenal's, the Man United's of, of inconsistency. The hunger and drive of this football team is phenomenal, by the way. Phenomenal. Forget the injuries, forget whatever excuses, forget back-to-back, forget COVID, forget condensed subs, all the stuff that's on the outside. The hunger and drive of this football club is, is, is hugely impressive, Rob. 
the other things that the other thing I wanted to talk about was where they get a certain control of games. Some of it's done through the finishing, as it was again against Palace. But the other thing I want I, I was kind of getting to, to I think it was like the control of the individuals. It's got to be emotional being Liverpool, chasing it down again. We know they're the target. We know at times they feel undone by the you know the schedules and what. When you look, I've looked at Arsenal recently. These like these are uncontrolled of the emotions. People getting sent off. People. Who, I, was, I, I wanted to try and look. I, I forgot to ask our our, um, our our research guy just in terms of red cards. Since since you don't get that silliness, that kind of reaction, that overreaction, that over emotion. And by the way, they're going for the biggest prize that you get in some of the other teams. There's a control mm. of the game, but there's a control of the individuals. And I got to I got to go back to him again. And I know he was up for a sports personality. Yeah. Jordan Henderson, when you hear him on a football pitch, goes up mm. another level for me in terms of he's the guy. There was a point where he was shouting, Trent, Trent, Trent. You could hear it through the mics like Trent Alexander, get on your toes, or I'm going to be on your back. And it's just that 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 level of of, of what, the standards that they set themselves. This was most impressive. I think that's a really good point. Um, we can point to the quality and the finishing, but mm. you're right. And Jordan Henderson, after the game, Rob spoke really well. And if you want to know where maybe some of that control comes from, an emotional control, it comes from Jordan Henderson. The, the things that he mm. said afterwards about, you know, we could have played better, um, but it was a good performance. The lads did this and, they, they you know, he gave everything. And I mean, he, he does speak like a very level-headed, experienced captain that he is. And it is important. And you make a good point. I mean, I guess the confidence that they have, the, yeah. the time that they've been together, Rob, and any over-emotional player that they might have had, Jurgen Klopp's like, on you go. We, you know, we can move on from you. So he's had time mm. to, 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 to weed out your, your Gendouzis or, or your Granite Xhaka's or other different clubs that are having some issues. So mm. I think that's, that's probably the part to play as well, that he's found that, to be an important part of a player's makeup, and you're seeing it now with a like mm. to go back to your first point, the drive, the desire to play well, to score, to keep going. I mean, it is so hard, and that's why we say season after season, it's really hard to retain this Premier League title because it's hard to to to, to regain that kind of drive. Um, but they've got a exceptional manager as well, Rob. Exceptional manager, yeah. but it's still right, right on it. You know, we, he gets a little bit over-emotional and he gets a bit angry and he's a bit of a moaner sometimes. <laughs> but I tell you what, I'd still have my my gaffer like that that's like yeah. chomping at the bit to keep the standards high and to want more from his team and from the league and from the referees and from VAR and from the other clubs. So, mm. it, you know what? It, it, it's I don't, I don't think we have to have a long chat today. I think you make a yeah. really good point that the, 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 the team selection was interesting. Mo Salah at some point had to be rested. Minamino yeah. comes in, Robbio, like like Diogo Jota came in. And again, he's chomping at the bit to impress. Played well in midfield. Naby Keita, I thought, disappointed a little bit. He's still struggling. Maybe he's mm. a guy that needs games. But yeah, changes, outstanding, world-class finishing. And let's let's give a little bit of love to, to our Bobby. And it was, uh, a Bobby, Bobby. it was a Bobby Firmino uh, appreciation day, Rob. Because you don't always... He doesn't always grab the headlines. He doesn't. He doesn't always do the stunning things in games. But it's a little reminder. Oh, I can do that, and I can go through, and I can clip it over a goalkeeper running away at a little bit of pace with his weaker foot. A brilliant, brilliant finish. I thought Firmino was was marvelous. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I'm one of them, Rob. I do appreciate. Maybe I, you know, I see other things, mm. or we're looking for other things. We know sometimes teammates who don't get the goals, but he can be a finisher as well. And maybe that's a little reminder to him that. Don't just be um, happy assisting, creating holes and doing those things. You can fi- I mean, the left foot finish and the reaction with Jurgen Klopp and Curtis Jones, like yeah. the, the fist pump and they're like, oh. I, mean, wow. that t- I mean, that's proper level. And it was interesting, but I, I was thinking about it, like we have a goal of the season, you have a goal of the month. You could have had a goal of the month in the Liverpool three goals. And, and I thought, for a bit of fun, give me your top three goals. Mine start with Henderson three, Salah's bender two, Bobby Firmino won. Top three goals <laughs> of the day. I got to say, yeah, Bobby, I think I might, I might be the same because I, I thought Firmino's, I know Salah's looked a bit prettier, mm. uh, 
I just think the technique involved and the and the and the tariff, the high tariff level of, of Firmino's would be the same. Yeah, the, I don't. The left, foot, the left foot Firmino's the one in it. The, 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 the clip over one. the goalie. Yeah, because yeah. he, he got two good goals, but the, the left foot ones is a, yeah. is a connoisseur's finish, by the way. Yeah, the and then uh, I guess so, and then, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm with, with me. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm with you. You know, the, the, I mean, I, I did like Henderson's kind of swept it in the, the corner and mm. it kind of, it almost gets us no surprise now when these guys shoot Rob. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's the other thing, wasn't it? There was seven, there was eight, uh, This I think it's at the end of the game, eight shots on target, mm. seven goals. Seven so goals, yeah. It, it was clearly a, an exhibition of finishing. Yeah. And it's just like I was about to say, like every time they shoot, it's like, oh, yeah, there it is again. Oh, there's a top <laughs> there's another oh, one. <laughs> I mean, and but for me, goes through. Oh, there it is—a little dink. You kind of, when you see it, you think, "Well, God, can you? Can you dink it?" And, and yeah, yeah. It was just one of those days where the finishing was exemplary. Crystal Palace at the end, Rob. I think they were like that. Hands up! Yeah, yeah. Stop when it stop, please. We, yeah, yeah. Tell we can't do anything if they were boxers. Yeah, we can't do anything about that. So, if, if, I, was, if, I, if I was Roy Hodgson, I think I would have said after the game, "Better team lost, though. Better team lost." <laughs> he, did, he did, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently did. Apparently, he said, I don't think the best. Oh, yeah. I think Roy Hodgson chucked in afterwards. So, um, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. yeah. yeah. So, so, champions revving it up, yeah. showing everybody else, Bob, which we'll get to now, Rob, about consistency mm. and why. Yeah. And, mm. and in some ways, a, a finished team that, even though they've got some issues defensively, are mm. still the team to beat, still mm. the favourites for me. They always were at the start of this season. And there's some pretenders, Robbie. There's, there's some- yeah, and, and there's a big pretender, Robbie Musto. We must put to aside some of our criticisms in, in some of the, the detail that we look at this team and say that Manchester United, six goals against uh, Leeds United, conceded two in, in what was just, I think it was 43 shots um, a, a goal in this game. I mean, mad madness. Yeah. Um, but this Manchester United team, are showing us, have shown us that they can score goals, they can put a run. The five points of, uh, of top spot with the game in hand, so could close that gap right Burnley, down. Which is against Burnley, so you expect... Yeah, are, are, are they... Uh, they're back in the conversation, Rob. Whether we, you like it or not, we mm. like it or not, they're, they're, yeah. they're part of the conversation. And it's great. It's great they're part of the conversation, Rob. Mm. And, you know, this was such an important result for them. We know that at home, at Old Trafford, they've really struggled. They've really struggled. Away from home, they've started slowly, but have had enough quality to go on and win those games from, from losing positions. Mm-hmm. So, it, again, it swings and roundabouts, Rob, and, and there's, been, there's been some good, and there's been a lot of good recently, but there's still been some bad. The, the, the qualification of the Champions League is disappointing some of those results, not getting a point from the last two matches. Again, away from home, then they 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 look a million dollars with Rashford or somebody looking brilliant, Bruno Fernandez. It's the home thing. If they could, if they could have been better, and I know you can't have it always at home, yeah. then they would absolutely be probably top of the league table, Rob. If they got mm. a, a couple of wins in those host performances, it's time now. And we've said this a thousand times, Rob, and I can, and I, we are saying it again. And you know, we don't. I, I'm not going to be knee jerk when you watch them play like that. And you watch some of the finishing and some of the midfield um, yeah. dominance that they had in the game. It makes you yeah, think yeah. this team should be absolutely mm. challenging, stride yeah. for stride. Well, maybe not stride for stride, but trying to get up with Liverpool. Closing the gap. Yeah. Closing the gap. And this is it now, isn't it? This is the opportunity. This is it. Go on, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You keep on these players now. You keep flipping, whipping them. And you keep um, that focus on getting those home results. Home results. Get good at home. Um, because away from home, it suits them naturally better. When there's more spaces, teams will attack them more away from home, and we know that they're they're a better counter-attacking side. Um, I mean, it was a phenomenal game of football, Rob, and yeah. we did the breakdowns of Leeds. And Leeds, yeah. you know, you are going to get some crazy results at Leeds because of the way they play, which is so different with a man-to-man marking, which I don't think they're trying to Danny about it in the studio, Rob. Have you ever... No. No team in English football yeah. ever. Not not, not this level of football, Rob. Man to man, like a bat, like no, a basketball. It, it, yeah. man, you know. Yeah, you've never seen that. Have you I ever mean, seen I mean, this, 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 not at this level of football. I mean, it's the kind of thing you might have done when you when you're in schoolboy stuff or something like. You, that's your guy and Mark him running over this. But yeah. I mean, in this day and age, if you're clever footballers, you're running people out of position. You, you're overloading different areas of the pitch. And listen, it's the way Bielsa wants to go. You know, 
I love it if that's the way he's going to play and, and it's great to watch. At some point, Rob, they might have to address that. At some no. point. Uh, no, at some point, mate, if you want to be successful, you can't concede the amount of goals there because he'd fours, sixes. And I know that's the way he's going to play, but Pep mm. Guardiola came in with a way of saying what he's going to do in English football. And somewhere down the line, English football says to you, I need to tweak. I'm not saying change your philosophy. I'm saying you need to tweak. Pass people on, Rob. Hold old positions. Full-back stay in and, and things. Oh, well, that, I, I'm that, saying give me, give, me a version of, give me a version of Bielsa Ball. And, or, or get better players who can do it then, if not. Sure. Let, let's assume they keep going down the same road, Rob. And I think Bielsa yeah. will. And I know what you're saying. And that would kind of be that you'd think that would be, well, I come on, come on, tweet a little bit. I just, I just think it's all or nothing. I think it's either they're okay. doing the same thing or they... Which, which will keep them in the league. Which will keep them that's, in the league. That's, that's for the now. point. They scored, two, they scored two goals at Old Trafford. They yeah. scored three goals at Anfield. They scored against yeah. Man City, Chelsea, mm. Leicester, Everton... And yet they got the, I think, the league high goals against. That's got them enough wins right now to be in a a comfortable-ish situation. So if that continues, Rob, and they continue to, in this style, create and score a lot of goals, and of course there'll be bad days against good sides that will punish them badly. Is it is it that bad that they continue in the same vein? It's okay the same vein now because these three weaker, these weaker teams and that. But we start to catch up with you, Rob. If all of a sudden that's not keeping you much above the bottom four, let's say. Let's yeah. say your ambition changes at the football club after two or three seasons, as we've seen with, I don't know, West Broms. We've seen with Stoke City. He's like, okay, style now. We've got to dress it. And it goes. I just think there'll be a point where, it, if it is Bielsa, it might not be Bielsa or someone who plays that kind of style. I don't think you can continue to go, it's okay to get beat 6 2, and, and we got all the plaudits. You conceded six goals. We conceded four goals. Okay, we scored two or three, but we can see that. I just think at some point you go, okay, we can score, we can score these goals. We've got to slightly look at why we're conceding so many. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, like we said, Rob, it's like an experiment. It's like, oh, yeah. 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 from the league below. It's a, it's brilliant just, for just us. Go right? home. Just go going home. Brilliant. I can't brilliant wait to watch them every game. It's just, it's just fun. It's different because we're seeing something mm. again, just finally on it now that, that we've never seen before. So for us, kind of nerdy football analysts, <laughs> to see it play oh. out and those and the movements and the and when they get caught in transition because they lose their markers and then they get. I mean, it's just it's great. It's great stuff. But United. I think did it, did it United, Rob, is, is the amount of goal scores. Well, I've done it today. It's 12 goal scores they've had, I think, nine assists. Goals from different parts of the team. Um, you know, not particularly like at Tottenham, you think Son and Kane are, are the main guys. There is goals from different areas. That's going to be important. Goals I didn't see coming, two in, in um, a couple of minutes for Scott McTominay. Yeah. I didn't see at all. And I know you want to give a bit of McTominay love out there. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be my underappreciated performer, Rob, um, Scott McTominay. Um, it's very interesting because I've watched a lot of him, of course, now, and I know he prefers to make a forward run, and he did a great mm. job in this game, powerful, showed a lovely bit of technique when he when he uh, scored a couple of times. I just wonder how good a player he is and, and what he could become. There's a sense that this, that I have a sense of this football club that I'm not sure in the future of Manchester United he's going to be talented enough to be an attack-minded box-to-box scorer when there might be others that might be doing that role I'd still rather mold him into a into a into a a controlling midfield general I don't I don't you know I, I and I think That's he's interesting because I think he could be an eight I don't think he's going to be a is he talented Frank Lampard, enough? Frank Lampard I, I think we might be doing him a disservice. The way he shifts that ball from his and from his right to his left to score the goal, mm. you've got to have good feet to do that. Mm. I mean, you, you mm. used to say, you know, I'll give you an example, and maybe, I don't know if it's, if it's quite the right example, but Jordan Henderson, I think you, people would thought, you think was a limited footballer. And given a little bit more license, given a bit more responsibility, we've seen what the captaincy's done to him, maybe we're better players in a system, in a system and that's an important thing that, that works. I think we see another part of Jordan Henderson. I think Scott McTominay's got the potential to be more than just a sitter. Jordan Henderson, for the most part, Liverpool has been the sitter. I know what you mean. It's a really good analogy mm. because Jordan Henderson prefers to do that and can yeah. do that. But, yeah. but Jurgen Klopp has never really trusted him to be that guy 
many times, has he? I mean, he's doing it a little bit now with Fabinho. Yeah, he's doing it, yeah. In that team. I, I just wouldn't want to limit. I, I feel you, in what, in what we're saying, we're kind of saying, you're not going to quite be good enough for that. Be this. I don't know. He looks to me like there's a bit more there, Rob, to be honest. It's time to see him play a little bit and he can pass the ball. He sees a pass. He's yeah. strong. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I might be doing a bit of a disservice, but I think, I think it could be one of those where in two or three years, you start to see what you're going to get and, and then you see. But mm. listen, anyone who can get past, run past people with his power yeah. and shift it from left to yeah. right and, and, and bang it in the back of the net, you, you've got to have a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but take nothing away. I mean, under, under yeah, people, yeah, because, yeah. because he, he did have a great game and he isn't somebody mm. that anybody talks about too much. It's all about no, no. Good good shout. Yeah. Yeah, so, good shout. so I just wanted to give him some love in this yeah. performance. I mean, you scored two goals in three minutes and the way that he did it, I mean, he looked, he looked so powerful yeah. going forward. And, and, and like you said, the, the touches were, mm. were excellent as well. So yeah, well done, Scott McTominay. I want a bit of Brendan Love. First time he's beat Jose Mourinho. He's lost a team. Um, went away to, to, to Tottenham Hotspur. We're in good, mm. in good shape. Really good win for Brendan Rodgers' uh, side. When a little bit of pressure becomes on them in terms of okay, can they hang in there again? Last season we saw them drop off. Um, it's a good young team, Rob. With, with you know, if mm. they can hold their nerve and, and, and stay amongst it, they can challenge that top four. They can. I mean, I, I think. They've lost five Premier League games at the moment, and this is this is a theme, Rob, isn't it? That we're gonna we're gonna we talk we see a team that impresses us. They start getting towards yeah. the top of the league table, yeah. expectations go up, and then they remind mm. us, oh, they're not quite ready. Right. So Leicester mm. kind of were. They've got five losses. They're coming back again, mainly because they're they're some of their better players, Wilfred and Didi. Yeah, um, yeah. And certain players are coming back into the team and Harvey Barnes started again. And, you, you know, yeah. Vardy is, is always fit and, and looks great. It's just a well-balanced, fun, exciting, quick team to watch. And, and just, a, you know, an awkward opponent for Spurs that couldn't really deal with that. I mean, Leicester no. looked a different level, looked a different class. And, and again, you know, we'll say this one week and then next week they, they probably won't yeah. be so good. Yeah. But it's, uh, excellent from, from Leicester. It really was. And, um, you know... I, I listened to Jose Mourinho, I think, the day after, and saying, "You know, we lost a we lost a penalty in an own goal." You know, <laughs> so he's trying to he's trying to kind of spin it a little bit. Um, yeah. But again, so back to Spurs, Rob. Like we, jeez, and it makes like you, you uh, see, it, you know, uh, wow, are these going to be the the biggest contenders mm-hmm. for Liverpool? And then they have an awful week, lose a couple of matches, and they yeah. drop even in the they they drop out of the top four, Rob. You know, yeah, they're they're sixth now, sixth in table all of a sudden. Blimey. Yeah. Amazing, so, isn't it? Were you disappointed on you know there's always been a bit of stick for the way that they play? Um did you expect more against Leicester from, from Jose um, Scott? It's interesting because there was a few people saying it's great to have this system and know it to to drop back when you're against a big team. But it's almost like that's the default. We go there early and almost hand the initiative to... Now, if, you, if you're left the team, I thought Madison was, and Barnes were excellent under Jamie Vardy, caused all kind of problems mm. with the movement and the mm. pets. And, and it's almost like Spurs... Spurs still can't rely enough on that back four to go like yeah. the old Chelsea. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Nothing's yeah. beating us. And you're not getting any shots on target. And then they aren't good enough for that yet. So maybe they've got to start with a little bit more possession and a little bit mm. more forward thinking... Mm. Listen, we know it's not the way. I don't know if he doesn't believe in the players. A little worry that Serge Aurier is turning back into Serge Aurier. He did well, Rob. So long, so long. He, he figured it out. And he is, that, is, that in, is that in him somewhere? Is one of those in him? I always remember Josie talking to me once in, in a conversation with a few people, and he talks about Glenn Johnson, who was right back for Chelsea. And he said, I love Glenn, great energy. He said, You know, in a big game, I can't trust him. Mm, and I yeah. just wonder if Serge, you know, with, with, with Jose, once he loses, loses your trust, I'm not yeah. sure there's too many ways well, back. And, and I, and absolutely, that makes sense. But so that was why, just over the last, I guess, few months, Ori has been playing really well. Yeah, I mean, Ori gives you a lot going forward. He's always yeah. ready to do that. He assists a lot. He, my 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 boy has him in his fantasy team. and said he's good, Dan. Mm. He gives me these assists and different crosses and key passes, all this stuff. And yeah. and watching the seasons like well he's Jose's probably got into his head mm. he's got to be less rash and, and more yeah. reliable trustworthy and he goes and does that I, I I can't I just I just can't get into his head Rob can you get into his head of why he, he almost well, rugby that challenge I, I just I don't I just think that's you know, in you or not Rob you know you're looking at it and you thought you're thinking 
under no circumstances, however mad I am, however upset I am, however frustrated I am, maybe sitting back, there's no way I make that challenge. So mm. that's something Josie's going to work on. That's part of maybe the development of this group and the team and, you know, going away and, and, and finding a way somehow to, 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 to keep those clean sheets. They're going to give them a chance. But uh, both think, think Rogers, think I, think finished, I mean, it's an interesting question, Rob. Just like, just yeah. got feeling right now. Yeah. I mean, you look at a game like that, and mm. I, I say, wow, Leicester look a better team than Spurs. But I, yeah. I don't know whether I fancy them to finish higher than Spurs in the league table. No, overall, no. I'm not sure I yet. still think Spurs will get back on track. And- a lot of questions for a lot of those players, like can they can, can do it for season? We saw them do it for half a season last year, Rob. And then about this time yeah. of the year, look at their, yeah. their, their stats. Things started to yeah. go wrong. Yes, uh, I know they had some injuries, but it all started to fall apart. Listen, they were second after that, um, second in, in the table now, gives them a chance, as they were last year going into Christmas, by the way. They were second behind Liverpool, 10 points behind them, and ended up finishing fifth last year. So it's a big second half of the season come for Brendan, but, you know, they, they should, I'd love to see them stay in there and be battling for one of those Champions League spots. Sure. It'd be great uh, with those young players as well. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The Premier League is built on hope. The hope of discovering a new star. It doesn't take long, but Darwin Nunez to make an impression. The hope of rewriting history. Of continuing a dynasty. Unstoppable week after week. This is the Premier League on NBC, USA, and Peacock. Uh, let's move it on to Southampton, Manchester City. Uh, Man City got the win. It's it's not necessarily the Man City we've seen in the past, Rob, where it, it's one goal early, followed by two, three, and four. Game over. We go into relax mode and great football. It's it's a little bit. It's not quite as fluent. The football's not quite as, as aggressive as we've seen. They're not maybe hitting some of those areas in the stats. I'd love to see some of their stats and like the positions they're getting into because it doesn't, to me, watching with the naked eye, feel quite the same. But what has been impressive, Rob, is, is the defensive situation. John Stones and Ruben Diaz starting to look like a partnership that, that's been pleasing. It was interesting. I just looked at their ages. Diaz is 23. John Stones still 26. It's not a bad age for a partnership if you can start to get that together and, and get some kind of um, rapport going between those two. It's it's not a bad block in front of a decent goalkeeper. And it's funny, Rob, we're talking about Marcelo Bielsa and the, and the possibility to change his philosophy. Mm. We are kind of seeing it with Pep. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I'm not sure I ever would have thought I'd have said that, where more often than not now, we're seeing the four and then the two. You know, we're yeah. not seeing four yeah. and then one older and one, two one. number eight that are, mm. that are bombing forward like David Silva did and De Bruyne, which was creating a load more, but vulnerable, more vulnerable on the attack. We're yeah. seeing two holding players now. So this is different. This is different. And maybe we're going so to see it different, I, mean, Robert, I wanted to ask you this. So when you say different, and, and it is different because it, it's a more controlled, a little bit secure, safer way of doing side. it. Yeah. So do you think Pep's okay with that? Do you think Pep's okay with the one nils? It's just because yeah. Danny thought the same. And I, I was wondering, like, at that, with, with that position, you're still always at, at risk to a great goal, a bad no, mistake. Yeah, thing, sorry, you? yeah. I, no, I don't, I don't, yeah. Obviously, he's going he's gonna to want to score more goals, Rob. But I think yeah. the, the downside, I mean, that, I ain't got the numbers now. We did, we, I think the, um, our researcher, Joe, in the studio was, yeah. I think the last two seasons, I think it's called, at this point, I think it was 35 yeah, there were way goals. more. Yeah, yeah, they've got over 100 so, goals in the year. So that, that's the difference here. And mm. there's part of that is Sergio Aguero factor that he's not been yeah. playing. But the other yeah. part of it, 
has got to be that there's a little bit more focus on the defensive side of the game. Mm. And many people in English football and, and commentators and pundits have wanted to see that. I yeah. haven't been so bothered because, because I we all know what he did in different countries and he did it here. I mean, he got 100 points in a season. So his way had worked. Yeah. I just wonder now, given this squad and, and having got the likes of Leroy Sane and, and some of the other attacking flair that, that yeah. you know, David Silva's not there right now. Cedric Aguero's a little older. Is this going to be a adjustment given at the moment his talent that he's got that he mm. might have to be a little bit more defensive minded to get the results that he wants? That's what we're seeing. And they, I, yeah. they, I wrote down he, they restricted uh, Southampton to t- um, just two shots, just two shots in the second half. Yeah. You know, and Southampton were at home and having a, trying to have a go at Man City. So that it's very clear. Defensively stronger. You said it. John mm. Stones has been better with with, yeah. with Diaz. Roger with Gundogan or Roger with Fernandinho. Um, they're more structured. It's just the creativity part is definitely, definitely down. And the goal scoring... Yeah, not, 19 goals, down. isn't it? 19 goals for them for, yeah. from 13 games, yeah. which is, is, yeah. is way below their numbers. But as you say, it might be a different city, might be a different way of coming. Eight-point gap with a game in hand uh, on Liverpool. So, you know, they'll be looking to close that gap. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, they're going to be relevant in there and there about the conversation, whatever happens between now in the end of the season. Let's move it on to Stamford Bridge, Rob, because it was a big game, big London derby at Stamford mm. Bridge for Frank Lampard, his team, back-to-back defeat to West Ham team in good nick, coming with a playing with a bit of confidence and, and well set up by David Moyes. And what was your, what were your first impressions of the Chelsea 3-0 win that, um, for me, I thought started game well, finished the game well, I had a period in between where it wasn't quite as in control. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of thoughts about this game, Rob. Um, Frank Lampard, before the game, had talked about that the intensity and the work rate yeah. effort is down a little bit. And he said, if mm. we do that, we don't seem to do so well. So we wanted to see that. So I think yeah. a system change back to the four, the four three three, back to yeah. Jorginho holding and Gole Kante on the right yeah. side, yeah. put it to the right, Werner to the left. Yeah. In, in the middle of the first half, I'm, I'm thinking square pegs, round holes. Mm. Mm. In, in lots of situations, Rob. And I, you know, the goal scoring, I, I'm not even... Three goals, brilliant. Well done. Um, just a flu, the, the general football from Chelsea. Timo Werner, no, in fact, let's go to the midfield. Jorginho has been a brilliant footballer, yeah. a brilliant power. Yeah. But I, I thought that, that Frank Lampard had moved on from him being the central mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Based yeah. on his, his, his mobility isn't great. He's not a strong player. So... You, so but but again, I guess he likes to play there. And Golakante, square peg, doesn't is 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 awkward watching him play in the number eight position. Mason Mount can do that position. Christian Pulisic, right sided wide, square peg. He wants to be on the left mm. side or in number yeah. ten. He's not. It's just a little different. And we'll get on. To, I thought he did. I thought he looked flipping sharp as attack. By the way, well, yeah. Particularly second. Finish your game. Second half is good. Yeah, really. Good. Yeah. Timo Werner, again in a wide position. It's still a square peg, isn't it? I mean, he's a, he, yeah, I, yeah. And, and, I, and I don't yeah. mind him being there, but I feel that he's not involved. I yeah, think he needs to get yeah. more involved than Rob. And, 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 and how can you do that, Rob? In, in that system, how can you do that? Because you've either got to change the system to get him central, which we talked about, I think, uh, on last part, or you've got to play wide. I'm also with the position, I want to just get the Timo Werner angle, who has started the season really well, is going to be a really good player. I think it's no goals in nine now, all competitions. Looks to me, Rob, like his confidence is a bit low. He's fighting the football when it comes to him. It's not natural. It's everything. I mean, the assist he scores is a missed kick that gets to Tommy Abraham. Oh, and I'm, I'm okay with all that. And, you know, finding his position is important. But does there come a point where if things don't improve in the next week or two, you have to take him out? Does, does that Is that part of what being in a big squad is so that when... Hudson Adoy and Pulisic and others are sitting there going, well, he hasn't really done anything for nine games and he's still playing. You know, what's the difference? Because he's been signed for big money. Is this part of what might have to happen? Is this some of the big decisions Frank might have to make to to change things up? I think so. And I I don't think it would be a big surprise if he did that. I just still think, and I know the goals record itself, I still think that that pace, he's sort of waiting for it to happen because he looks so threatening and so... But where do you start him then, Rob? If you're saying he's not a lefty, where do you start him in this system if this is the best system? Because that's my problem, finding the, the players to well, fit in the system. If you're really wedded to Tammy Abraham as a central striker, then you can't really. Yeah. You can't unless you want to play two up front. Which I tell you what, mm-hmm. thinking about it, I'd quite like to see it. With his pace, 
like going back mm. 20, 30 years when you get a big guy that can lay the ball off and you and you got the other guy to go running behind. I mean, it's different then. You have to change the system, 4-4-2 or 3-5-2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, I just thought there was an unsettled nature to the team, Robin. And the first 20 minutes, good. Last good. 20 yeah. minutes, good. The rest yeah. of it was a real struggle. And at yeah. one point, I'm thinking, West Ham, I think they were 1-0 down, weren't they? Um, yeah, they had a couple of good chances, didn't they? Started they, were great they were going to score a goal and get back into the game. I thought it didn't look great for Frank's Chelsea. And then, of course, as I guess West Ham pushed further forward, then the counter-attacking became more play. And, and Pulisic, you know, he... Uh, I mean, we, we know what he's all about, but and I know he's got some injury issues, and it's, I think he's good coming off late. It was, I don't think yeah. it was a problem. To- yeah, it looked like, yeah, it was just a game. He's got such quick feet and, and, and sharpness that it's really hard to defend it. And I think now, yeah. in the, the way the Premier League is now, the physicality and the, the hard tackling is definitely... Mm drifting out even more, allowing players like him to thrive even more. So I, I thought, mm. you know, there wasn't, I just, I don't know, Rob, I, I've really enjoyed watching Chelsea. I've enjoyed talking about Chelsea. I've enjoyed watching them evolve and, and its team settle down and have it starting to get a little bit better. And then they just, they've just gone off the rails a little bit. This is a great mm. result, of course. You know, how yeah. I just wanted, I, I would love to send a little bit more control, a little bit more uh, dominant football, um, but I mean, West Ham are tough opponents. That they are. They're yeah. just they're they're a really strong team with a lot of spirit. Um, so great result, good start, good end. But still mm. enough in between, Rob. To, that concerns me that it's still not settling, and it still looked a little bit players awkward in different spots. Um, mm. And and are we going back to Frank kind of testing different players? And I, I just thought they got kind of um, consistent lineup, and now it's it's going to be a little different again. I think. Yeah, but some of that might be form. I think some of that might be the first time in the Premier League for people like Vern and Havertz. We've got to understand that you know, yeah. two games a week, young players probably used to different games in Germany yeah. where some aren't as tough, you get a bit of a break. You get a bit of a break, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two players I, I, I wanted to just... I, I thought Kovacic come on and look lively and brought a bit of better. energy and, and better. look better. And I've got, to, I've, I've got to go back, and I think you gave me a mention, but not to... I thought Mason Mount was excellent today. I think he's yeah. turned into a player, Rob. I, I just think we're starting to get regular, consistent performances. He's tactically really smart. He often knows when to start the press or drops in and, and makes good positions. I think he, he, he understands his role at times to sit in. He can't bomb forward when West Ham have possession. I just think he's growing into a regular, yeah. consistent yeah. midfield player now. He's not a kid anymore who, who you get in. If I was thinking of a, a Chelsea player who might need a rest and might come out, I'm not thinking Mason Mount's that guy. No, he's a he's a manager's dream, Rob. Versatile, yeah. great attitude, fit, lean, rarely injured or tired, it seems, mm. and producing some production. Can play wide on the front line. Yeah. He can play in midfield. Yeah. Plays in number ten. Yeah, it's a good pick out. One slight yeah. concern: um, Ben Chilwell just looked like he turned oh, his yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. That, and we'll I'll see how he is. Reese James and then Reese James and Chilwell out for for you know after two. Number yeah. one fullbacks, uh, that would be a bit of a worry. But yeah, hopefully it's not too yeah. bad one of those that, that gets better in a couple of days. Let, let's move on to a really interesting game I thought this weekend. Everton v Arsenal, because it's almost a year to the day that both managers took over. Remember the game at, at Everton yeah. when Angelotti was watching the Everton team and give it the shake of the head. And yeah, our tattoo was there and looking quite bubbly. And what an interesting year it's been, Rob. Because I, I was trying to, my, my first thought was, Going back to the end of last season, I know we'd have to project restart on that. Arsenal win the FA Cup. There's a lot of, of, of anticipation about what's coming. There's a, there's a thought that they've taken a step forward six months of Arteta. They win the Charity Shield to, 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 to kick that off, um, Community Shield, and, and kick that off. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking things are going to go. And Everton was a bit the other way, wasn't it? It was, it was um, I think, 12th place finish, 49 points, one of the worst spots they had. And Gillespie's got work to do. Yeah, all of a sudden, things have turned around. Everton find themselves top four. Arsenal find themselves just above the bottom four at the moment. And again, for, for, for Mikel Arteta and his team, Rob, um, there's some alarming signs, mm. I think, at Arsenal Football Club. Mm. Yeah, I, I, of course, we're, we're, we really focused on Arsenal at this game and just with players and manager under pressure. Yeah, um, And they came out really safe, really mm. deep, really mm. passive. And I guess you understand it if you're trying to get back yeah. to basics, Rob, with the results they've yeah. had. Um, mm. I, I still think you can be defensive, you know, and deep, but, but a little bit more aggressive. I want yeah. to be a little yeah. bit more aggressive. 
with mm. the ball. Um, and second half, I thought they were better. I, th- I thought at half time yeah. they go in there, they probably get a bit of a rollick in at half time mm. to yeah. show a little bit more than that. And the first kind of fifteen minutes of the second half, I'm like, that's that's more like Arsenal. Had to go. Moving the ball quicker. Yeah. A, a, a better temper to their passing. Just it just looked a little bit more. Uh, Sabias was getting on the ball a little bit more, and I guess Everton dropped off and let, allowed him to have it. But that, but it was better. But then, then you go into the final third, and you like quality. Quality Nothing really happened, did it? Yeah, not, not much quality. I mean, Eddie Nketiah is twenty-one years of age. Yeah, he's got a goal assist, and I, I understand why the manager would love him to work out, Rob, and and mm-hmm. be the guy. He just doesn't look up to it. He does. It's just too early. It, it looks like we've seen quite a bit of him now, Eddie and Ketia. Um, yeah. Nicola Pepe. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, less uh, a ton of money, mm. flaky, inconsistent. Club record, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Club record. Uh, Willian that kept dropping away from the front line. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. At, at some point, let, I'll ask you this question. At some point, is Mikel Arteta? Got a fine, of course, got injuries right now with Aubameyang, but mm. I think it's a particular one. Has he yeah. got to get back to Aubameyang, Lacazette, Lacazette yeah. yeah, and just say, you know what, we've had a look at everybody now. Mm. Those it's three, yeah. surely, surely they can find some form and get some goals and get wow. Arsenal out of the trouble. It's, it's as soon as they're available, he's got to do it. It's, it's, it's a big ask. It's interesting. So, so I wrote the team down and looked at the setup and. You know what? What it, what it smelt and looked and felt to me, and I'm, I'm just thinking about the awesome teams that we've seen over recent years. Felt like a Carabao Cup team. Yeah. Didn't feel like yeah. a, a top Premier League team. It felt like one of those teams when you put some players who were you know looking for games, mm-hmm. or you've got to give them a, a, a game or two, and that's got to be a exactly worry. What it is. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, I, I got to be a worry. Bakayo Saka. Again, yeah. was was playing this unusual role of sometimes wing back, sometimes Wait, in midfield. Someone, but, yeah. but you're absolutely right, Rob. If it Maitland Niles, Al Neni, Sabayas, yeah. so, you know, and Ketia, holding and, and Ketia, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's it's a it's a it's a big worry, and I and, and I and, I'm and, still shocked how it's, how it's got to this and, point. And I really I wanted, I wanted to make this little comparison, Rob. And again, this isn't a barber or tester, but it's something I'm thinking of. Look at Dominic Calvert-Lewin and look at Alexander Lacazette. One looks like he's going to score goals every week. And I know Lacazette wasn't involved in this one, but we don't see, we still don't know Lacazette. Lacazette is what Dominic Calvert-Lewin used to be. Is he going to be good enough? Hmm. In a year under Angelotti, we've seen a change in, a, in, a, in, an, in an okay striker to becoming a main guy who can get you, looks like he's going to get you 20 goals a season. We still don't know if Lacazette is that guy. So you're saying put him in, and, and I'll tell you, you know, that looks like you're still in seven. Well, put him in yeah. for what? What, what, what are we going to get? Well, I, you, you, I think you're going to get, I think you're going to get more production than Nketiah. And I prefer a Bamian on the left-hand side. And William, mm. with a kick up his backside from his manager or man management, whatever he needs, he's got to give more. The, the hardest mm. thing that we can do, Rob, when we watch a game of Arsenal or any team, we can yeah. see quickly. Yeah. We can see yeah. work uh, ethic. We can see how hard yeah. they work, how organised they are. We can't we can't gauge man management. It's hard to gauge that. Yeah, I yeah. just it's hard to know what's going on behind those those doors of the dressing room. And those okay. senior players that aren't playing or are playing aren't yeah. playing very well. Classic, there's a lot of talk, isn't it? Kalasinachin Urzel is having an effect on the dressing room. Whether some players think they should be back around it and that's affecting them, whether some players feel that you know the manager should be big enough to, to do some. There's there's rumours out there, and, and listen, rumours start because of bad form and, and people want to try and find a reason. Yeah. But the media in England is starting to go down the road that the Urzel and Kalasinach, like with the kids away from the first team, is it starting to affect the morale in the group? Because just for people who may not know, unless you're unless you're tra- training somewhere else, which isn't going to happen, they're still going to be in the building. They're yeah. still going to be in the building. Now they might be yeah. even changing in a different part of the training ground if they're, if they're, mm. if they're kind of out with the kids. But they're still yeah. around the place. They're still going to maybe mm. have lunch, you know. So it's not yeah. as though if disgruntled pro, you don't see them. whichever club. It's not as though you don't, they're out of the picture. They are. They're there. They're in the halls. They're speaking to the guys. They're having lunch together. They're probably traveling in with another player. You know, it, it, it does. It does. It can manifest itself into a bit of a toxic kind of environment. And I, and it's a really tough ask for young Mikel Arteta, Robbie. Yeah, to yeah. Deal with that and to and to and try and smooth it over and try and get players to play. Is, is, is it, Rob? Are we getting to the point where and it might not happen fully in January, but let's say next summer. Are we, are we getting to a point where it needs a call? 
It needs all those bodies that aren't with you, that aren't in that dressing room, it's a call. And we might have to go lean and we might have to be not so good. We might be mid-table to come yeah. again. But it feels like to me you've got too many bits that, that are not good. Unbelievable amount of bits, Rob. And we ain't got time on this podcast to go through the bits. But so many players that are either aging or disgruntled or not playing well enough come into their contracts or are emotional and fiery and want to fight everybody on the training ground. I mean, there's so much of it. It's, it's, a, it's a big turnaround. Yeah. I just, I mean, I kind of hope that he gets a chance to do it. Final yeah. thing, Rob, because we, we, we should move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When does it get to the point, by the way, that you've got to make a change with the manager? Yeah, yeah. we're, we're 15, 15, 15, 15 in, in, in March or something. Points. Yeah. Rebecca Lowe said to me in jest about maybe a month ago, Mikel Arteta gets it to Christmas and he's, and he's outside the top 10, outside the top 12. She said, his job's got to be in jeopardy, hasn't it? And I went, don't be silly. One, it won't be the case. And two, Mikel Arteta's all right. But the more I'm, I'm thinking of it, Rob, we'll, we'll talk, and we'll briefly talk in yeah. a minute. Their next game up to Chelsea at home, Boxing Day, 12.30 Eastern Time on NBC. Uh, yeah. Big game. I mean, they could they could get seen to there. They, they could, if Chelsea click into gear, if Chelsea play with confidence, if Chelsea forwards take the kind of chances that they might create, this could be another three, four, one, one victory. Burnley play Leeds. Who knows? Brighton play West Ham. They could yeah. go above Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal could be four yeah. one. What would be oh. the biggest surprise? I think uh, Ahmed asked me today. Arsenal getting relegated or Spurs winning the title? Oh, Arsenal relegated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have to remember we talk about Arsenal, one of the yeah. biggest clubs yeah. in world football, the mm. biggest club in London. Sorry, Chelsea. Yeah. Sorry, yeah it's, it's a mess. Biggest... We know that. It's in a mess. And, you know, it. whether it gets worse than this, where the rock bottom mm. is, I, I, I think... I still think this is about it. This is about it, Robin. Aubameyang fit again, back in the team. Yeah. Sure, they start to find get some results. But I mean, again, sorry for Everton fans if we've gone on a little bit there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's great the way that I mean, Arsenal, Chelsea, Chelsea. Sorry, beat Chelsea, Leicester, and Arsenal. Everton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Injuries to their brilliant fullbacks. Luka Dinya, brilliant. Same as Coleman yeah. now is 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 on the bench, isn't he? Um, so so they they've done an amazing job of bouncing back again. Experienced manager, yeah. Sure. Top four um, going into Christmas, you know, top four brilliant. going into Christmas. Yeah. Brilliant after a great start. And, and they're out there, 26 points, Rob. They're so, still missing important players. Yeah. Alan wasn't playing and, and James yeah. wasn't playing. Yeah. But that's a good sign, you know, that, that's it's a really good sign. Well, he looks a different player now, doesn't he? All of a sudden, he, he looks right on, on the money. Yeah. So, the, the, the game, the game on Boxing Day, Robbie, or the big game on Boxing yeah. Day, me and you will be yeah. in the studio to, to talk about it. 12.30 Eastern. Yeah, yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Looking forward to that Chelsea. Tell our listeners and viewers how how Arsenal can win this game because I'm struggling. Um, I'm struggling. I hope, hope that Chelsea players eat a lot of turkey and Christmas pudding, and they're not running around too well, and they've got a little bit of indigestion. Indigestion that way, indigestion. They can win the game. Food poison at the hotel. Yeah, let's try some food poisoning. That that worked against. Yeah, that, I mean, listen, I we we are in jazz, but. You're kind of feeling it. If Chelsea turn up with the right attitude and 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 play it like they will, Chelsea will win the game. And, and give me the odds. Some, give me the odds, my friend. Points about sportsbook. Uh, our, our friends who give us the odds. So Arsenal sit at plus two hundred and seventy-five. Chelsea start at minus one hundred and ten. Ouch. And the draw is at plus two sixty. So. Our, po- our friends at points back think that the draw for Arsenal is more likely than a win, and Chelsea, by those numbers, m- minus 110, are clear favourites to go to the Emirates and win the game. And, and in form and in everything else, you would have to say same. I just, isn't it? You almost feel with Arsenal now, these are, these are big, there's a, there's a big game in them somewhere. Maybe this is the one, and then we start going, oh, that's better. But every week we keep saying the same thing. Yeah, I don't see it, Rob. I see this tailor-made for, for Chelsea. You know, how are Arsenal going to approach it? They've got to be on the front foot. Chelsea will enjoy that. With, yeah. With yeah. the pace that they've got to Yeah. Is Aubameyang going to be fit? He's a question mark for the game. Does, a, does yeah. Lacazette play? You know, Thomas Partey is a huge miss at the moment with his yeah. injury. Yeah, I can't get him right. Yeah. 
So it maybe does get a little bit more pain for Arsenal before it starts to pick oh, up again. Yeah. Yeah, um, but big game, great game. Can't wait for that game. 12.30, yeah. big game on NBC on Boxing Day. Yeah, looking for that on Boxing Day. Let's uh, just have a quick roundup of the other games yeah. before we wrap this, this up. Uh, let's start with Burnley, two Wolves, one today. Burnley, Woods and Barnes getting the goals. Um, Burnley, yeah. I thought back to being Burnley a little bit solid at the back, no mistake. D- difficult set pieces and things always yeah. be good for them. Uh, Wolves, a little bit disappointing, I thought. Lacked a little bit of, I mean, I've talked about Ralph and Menace, and we know he's a miss just with his goals and that, but just that ability to knit the game together. I felt that the Wolves miss a little bit. So, um, big three points for Sean Darcy, man, who go out of the bottom three. You just sort of think, they're going to be okay, aren't they? They're going to find a way. Uh, we had Brighton 1, Sheffield United 1 this weekend as well. I mean, Sheffield United got themselves 1-0 up and then the man sent off and Brighton got the, the goal. And you just wait for Chris Wilder's men when the win's going to come. If they mm. need a three points somewhere to get them out of trouble. I mean, it's all, I mean, Danny sort of said, I've still got a feeling Chris Wilder's going to get them out. And I said, how? How? Yeah, yeah they got Every well, other game, have, yeah, championship form to, to win it. Uh, West Brom nil, Aston Villa three. Not the start that Big Sam wanted at, uh, at West Brom and Albion, mate. Yeah. He, um, off on it, Jake, Jake Livermore, who he didn't have, he didn't seem like he had a kind word to say about Jake Livermore. I think Sam knew exactly, uh, with him with the foul out. Obviously, had a big bearing on the game, uh, didn't mm. defend well and, and, and conceded goals and then the, the final game was Newcastle 1 Fulham 1 yeah so and, have a little uh, chat about that Rob so have a little chat about yeah. that so um, Newcastle United well Newcastle United is a home team Rob and, and Steve Bruce mm. continues to get criticism really I, I would say for more about the style of rather than the results in, in many ways because he, he kind of <laughs> Keeps their head above water, but people want a bit more, don't they, from a Newcastle team? Yeah, it's funny because um, we did a pregame show, and you know, we 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 at the moment we're watching so many games. You know, it's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's hard. It's it just gets difficult to be so detailed about every team. And I kind of said, I looked at the table, league table, and I'm, I'm saying things like, you know what, he's getting a lot of stick at the moment, Steve Bruce. But they look at him right now; they've got 18 points. They're sat in 12th spot, eight points away, yeah. away from the relegation zone. They've had some COVID issues and some illness issues and the training mm. on, et cetera, et cetera. I said, man, you know, this, this sticks a little bit unfair. Um, yeah, a few people didn't like it. Like Newcastle fans, sent, you know, send me messages on social media. You can't, you know, what, what gives you a reason to say that? Have you been watching them play? And this, this and that, this football's awful and this and that. I'm like, wow, okay. And then the game kicked off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Because you know, yeah, it, it was a big game for us. Yeah, um, yeah. Focus, my focus was absolutely on this match. And, God, it was disappointing. And, again, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if the, the COVID situation with the club and the train, you know, yeah, they have yeah. trained, they, they've, they've, had the, they've struggled through that a little bit. But particularly when they, they had an extra man, they, they look mm-hmm. like they're a team off the cuff with their football, Rob, and they're a reactive yeah. team. Um, yeah. And we'll get to Fulham, which the complete opposite, mm. by the way. Mm. Um, but to, so, I, I'll be honest. I kind of got it a little bit when you watch that against the Fulham side. You're at home, yeah. you know, you're comfortable in the league table. You got some new attacking players in the football club that look okay, and you got a good striker that's doing things now. And again, he forced their goal um, with yeah. what he did in that run um, right on the edge of the box or whatever. It's just on the line with the clip of the heel. We found out where it was. It wasn't so much the pull of the shirt. Yeah, it was just a, yeah. Um, it was just disappointing, Rob. The football, the style, the the plan, the pattern, uh, uh, reactive, and I kind of get it. It was that was really disappointing. Again, they're in a, they're in a good spot on the league table, but I think yeah. the worry Newcastle fans that, that, that let me know about it is we we're, we're playing awful and we're in a false position. And if we keep yeah. playing like this, we're going to drift down this league table. And watching that performance against the Fulham side, that they're also, I mean. They've won what two games or something all season? Yeah, two games. Yeah, I'll take it that wow, yeah. this yeah. this could be a longer term problem for Steve Bruce. We'll wait, wait and see. He often finds a way to get results. We don't expect yeah. it, but this was really disappointing from Newcastle United. I expected a lot more, particularly when Fulham went down to ten men. Yeah, it, it was it, it was funny because when they went down to ten men, it almost highlighted Newcastle's issues more than yeah. Fulham's. And Fulham yeah. were, were, were well set up and and. I just want to go to to talk to Fulham and Scotty Parker, Rob, because I thought early in the season we, we were honest and talked about the way that they were very naive in the way they played. But my underappreciated performance of the week goes to Scotty Parker. Mm. He's a young manager. I know he had a little spell when they were last up, but really this is his first time in charge of his ship, of his club, 
didn't start the season well, got got really torn apart by Arsenal on the first day and, and we're looking at it thinking, oh, and then a couple of other results, I think it was the Villas and, and teams, they were struggled to, to get some results. And I'm kind of thinking, this doesn't look good, this looks bad. But i tell you what he did, Rob. He looked at a system and, and he changed it at times to, to a back three, if, if that works. He looked at, at, at players, individuals, and decided some players, including Kearney, including Mitrovic, she didn't have them in time. He made themselves a little bit more fluid. He had a little bit of pace on the counter-attack. Anthony yeah. Robinson on the left-hand side, giving them a good break. Uh, Bobby Dickordy with a read on the right-hand side, giving yeah. them pace and a bit of threat. And you can absolutely see a couple of things. One, the work they do on the training ground. This team is well-drilled. Two, how they want to contest possession, Rob. They ain't just going to sit back. They want to get on the ball and be progressive as well. The players look like they're enjoying it. The players look like they're doing what they, they, they understand what they're doing. And third of all, this team looked to me like they've got a chance, Rob. They have got a chance. They might need to do a little bit in the window. They need to continue doing what they're doing. But this team and Scotty Parker deserve a lot of credit because they looked very flimsy early yeah. on. Yeah, uncompetitive. Yeah. Out of their depth, uncompetitive, yeah. worrisome. Scott Parker looked incredibly nervous, unsettled, yeah. mm. distressed man. But mm. absolutely, I'll back you up 100%. And why it's striking for me as well, I've just talked about Newcastle United, that the performance looked off the cuff. I yeah. see at Fulham's side, the, the, the three centre-backs, they split. They've mm. got brilliant width on both sides now. Anthony Robertson, the American international, yeah. got yeah. like... Couple of couple of million bucks. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, quick. Looks good on mm. the ball. He could overread. It wasn't starting this game, Bob. He's getting a rest. No, he didn't there. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's playing on that right he's side. And he's that right, Mario yeah. Lamina. Look, Lamina. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a looks a player. He's a player that they bought, isn't he? That had to go to Valencia and, and come back on loan. Yeah, yeah. Some problem or something. Yeah, Villarreal. He looks yeah. a million bucks. Uh, can he play, but in a higher position? Which yeah, is okay, higher, yeah, like him yeah. defensively. Adam Ola-Luckman is a great pickup. So between mm. good recruitment, between, uh, uh, I guess, good man management and, and yeah. brave decisions and a tactical focus on how he's going to get his team mm. better and yeah. switching players out incredibly. I've said it before, Rob, I think the first game of the season, it's a whole new team, maybe two players. Yeah, yeah. Um, well done. Well done. Yeah, and I well get done. Look at the league table. They've still only won two games. They're third yeah. bottom. They've got 10 points. Yeah. But talk about, like, I, I, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. People should be reminders to check in a game with us mm. in two months' time and let's see where Newcastle United are. And I know it's dangerous to kind of do it based on a game. I mm. see a, a manager and a team that look like they know what they're trying to do and another one that are going to rely on moments. They're going to rely on, they're going to rely on Wilson. They're going to rely on... Um, so maximum when he comes back, or whoever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 find them the uh, game, yeah. and, it, and it might be Newcastle finish above higher than Fulham. But I, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I enjoy, I enjoyed watching Fulham. I enjoy mm. again. I enjoy watching teams that play and have a plan. Yeah. They look like they yeah. know what they're doing, and they're trying to be expansive. They're trying to do the right things. Fulham absolutely were that. Um, and you know, and another day, if they don't get the man sent off, they may have won this game. Got yeah. a good one on draw. Sure. But it's a great show. Underappreciated Scott Parker. Mm. Oh, if he can keep this team up, Rob, if he keeps oh. his team up with that kind of style a little bit and, and the way that they looked, that's a brilliant... Magnificent, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Magnificent. Yeah. Doing a good job. Uh, looked at Fulham and Scotty Parker as we hit second half of the season. So in a weekend, mate, when Liverpool gone back to the top of the Premier League table for Christmas, we got Leicester, Man United, Everton, Chelsea, Spurs and Man City all well-placed to challenge for top spot as we go into the second half of the season. Well, that's it for this week. We'll wish you a happy holidays. Look forward to seeing you all on Sunday, December the 27th. That'll be around match week 15 when we've talked about it. Arsenal to have a really tricky game on as they take on Chelsea and also Leicester take on Manchester United that looks pretty tasty too. But for now and for the holidays, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe and be healthy. It's a good night for me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.